Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, we thank you for tonight. You have remained faithful ever since you saved us. You have kept to your word. And I believe anyone here tonight who has lived by your word has seen that you have never failed in performing your word towards us. And so tonight, having gathered in your presence to hear your word, and more so what specifically you are speaking to us, we ask that you would expand our hearts in the name of Jesus. We ask that your word will have a free course and bring us to live not for ourselves, rather to die for ourselves and live this life of faith by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you for every brother here who is here for you. Not for me. I'm only but an instrument in your hands. And so we pray <clears throat> that we will hear your voice. Because you said your sheep hear your voice. Father, particularly I ask that none of us will be tempted to become too familiar with your word. We pray that our hearts will be opened by you in a manner that when you speak your word, the power of your word will have a free course in our hearts in the name of Jesus. We pray that the revelation which is in your word will come to us, especially this year. So that we would delight ourselves in your word, walk in it, have faith in your word, and be doers of your word. In the name of Jesus. I thank you that you are here with us tonight to do your word even in us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Okay, once again we welcome each one of you to our midweek service tonight. We want to go into what God has been speaking to us that we believe that he has a reason to have said what he said to us. And tonight I'll be sharing on the issue of the sharing of the gospel is the answer to the world. Amen. We should never be ashamed because the truth is that nothing else will save this technological age except the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I just want us to have faith and confidence in this truth. 
And never should we look down on that. The world seems to be advancing, but it turns out in its act as unrighteous, ungodly, and above all, things the world would do would be rubbish. And so, the gospel is the answer. Because in it, is the righteousness of God revealed. Praise the Lord. I'd like to read a scripture again from Romans chapter, six, chapter 1 verse 16 and 17. Where we are talking about the sharing of the gospel is the answer to the world. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. If men neglect the gospel we preach, they neglect it at their own cost. But the gospel has power to arrest their hearts. Praise the Lord. And we must be encouraged to preach it. You know, never should any of us think that I'm shy because of the environment. <clears throat> I cannot say it because of the people. The truth is this. There is no salvation there is no eternal life. There is nowhere a man will pass to have peace with God except through the preaching of Jesus Christ unto them. Hallelujah. So let's settle it. Let's be very happy. That you and I have the privilege to have been invited into God. And also in Him, we are given with the privilege to carry the gospel unto others. Let's have the revelation from God and the understanding in a manner that we will see every man and see his need. That everyone needs the gospel. You see he said. In the verse 16. Please. He said. For it is the power of God. To salvation for everyone. For it is the power of God. To salvation for everyone. Ah, it is the power of God 
for salvation to everyone. What Satan did over lives, the only solution or the only power that can break a man off from the influences of Satan and the route to hell, the only thing that can divert a man from this is when the gospel of Jesus is preached to that individual. There comes a power in the gospel that will give him salvation. Praise the Lord. We, I pray that the entire church will not be too familiar with such scriptures. But as we speak, God would expand our hearts to receiving that ah, ah there is a solution here. The solution lies in the preaching of the gospel. That's it. Thank God for good work. Thank God for sometimes few weeks ago, thank God for our youth came up with such a vision. Let's raise funds to help to take care of people to go to school. I dare say, brethren, even if God makes you become rich, praise the Lord. Even God, you know, he gives power to become rich, so says the scripture. Even God, if he makes a person to become rich, and the emphasis of that individual's life is not unto salvation, what can a man give in an exchange of his life? The riches can do anything. The riches could have only been mentioned when the person is alive. And people can refer to him and say, oh, he's a rich man, he's a good man, he will give you, he will do this, he will do that. That is the only testimony. After that, when you disappear from this earth, no matter who you are, you would not be referred to. You will not be important anymore. Many years ago, there was a very common name in the international news almost every time. People will speak and they will say something by all means from Palestine. And the name was Yasser Arafat. Anytime, every day there was a news. And then all of a sudden he disappeared. He died one day like that. Yasser Arafat is dead. The Lord opened my eyes to see something during that period. Few days after the Lord said to me, do you notice that nobody else mentions the name Arafat anymore? 
The word the Lord was very clear. And I said, yeah. This man was in the news. He said, that is how life is. As soon as you pass, you don't matter again. But thanks be to God. There was a man who lived. He died. He matters until today. Praise the Lord. Him we preached. Him we preach. And he is Jesus Christ. So the Bible said, For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone. Oh, brother, think about the man in your village. Think about your neighbor around you. Think about the colleague at work who one day, when he reaches the age of 60, he will be pensioned. Think about your father. Think about your mother. Think about your son. Think about your daughter. Think about the man you sat in the car who drove. Think about the cook. Think about the policeman. Think about the soldier. Think about the politician. It is the power of God to salvation for everyone. Hallelujah. And so if God spoke to us and said, for I am for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God. Oh, I pray that our hearts will be jammed by this truth in the name of Jesus. I pray that we will sleep, wake up, walk, think. When you are driving, cast your eyes around. Everybody who is walking that your eye can see. That person needs the power of God. By your preaching to be saved and to have eternal life. You know, sometimes we do forget. Sometimes we downplay the matter. Sometimes some of us probably have not even thought about the importance of having to speak to every man who comes your way. But this year God says, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Let it be everything that you ever said whenever you meet anyone. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly have a look at something in Romans chapter 10 verse number 11. Romans 10 verse number 11. The Bible says, For the scripture says, The scripture says, Whosoever believes on him will never be put to shame. I think it's a good thing to say, Amen. Whosoever can, Queen, Nationals, whatever tribe, 
For the scripture says, the gospel says, whosoever believes on him will never or will not be put to shame. That person can never, never be put to shame by being sent to hell. It's not possible. If only he believes. Praise the Lord. And God has given us this privilege. That we are the people he's counting on. To preach a message like this. For the scripture says. Whoever believes on him. Will not be put to shame. Continue please. Let's read all the way to. Yeah. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. I will come back to this portion. Between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? Hallelujah! How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. Now, you see how God is speaking by his word. You see how God is saying, you don't need to be... Ashamed in telling somebody that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father except through him. You don't need to even be, in a second, be worried about it. Last Sunday night, as God graciously gathered us together at a communion service, It was very clear to us, so, so, so clear to us that we cannot hide the gospel in our hearts. We cannot shut it in. We cannot say, as for me, I don't want any trouble. I just want to be a child of God. I don't cause trouble for anybody and nobody should cause trouble for me. No. You can't shut it. The Bible says you have to speak it out. You cannot restrain your lip, your lip from speaking the gospel. Brethren, the only hope for this world, and even for our own lives if we want to see good, is to preach the gospel. 
That is why in the wisdom of God, he said the world is becoming terrible. But I will only bring it to an end only when the gospel has been preached to everybody so that no man can have any excuse. Praise the Lord. So brethren, I just want us to understand that we cannot be a people or Christian people who can only become happy church, religious, do the things we have to do when we are not very aggressive in presenting the gospel to people. We cannot be. It's not possible. The only reason why probably and as we gather, which is good because God says so, neglect not the assembling. But apart from that, when we step out, one of the things that we ought to be doing continuously and none of us ought to be ashamed of is to present the gospel of Jesus Christ unto every man. Every man and every woman who comes our way. Hitherto, we have gotten to a point in our lives, if you watch carefully, Christians can do everything. They can, they can organize everything. But when it comes to the presentation of the gospel of Jesus Christ, many shy away. It's out of this that God is saying, don't be ashamed. Praise the Lord. And so I want to plead that every church member would understand this. You know, it is very easy. And some people can easily say to themselves, Oh, last year was such a terrible year. And I was looking forward to hearing something that would really encourage me for me to really make it. That this thing of don't be ashamed of the gospel, I mean, why? I have news for you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Anybody who said that in his heart. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And what you are talking about shall be given to you. Praise the Lord. If you walk with God and you learn his wisdom, you will discover that God, as soon as a man comes to the flow of his will, that is all he needs. He will do everything that you yourself have not thought of. Do you remember that Solomon had been placed instead of his father? And Solomon saw himself as a child who has been put in charge of a great nation and a great people. And Solomon was so concerned about my God who am I that you should put me in charge of such a a responsibility you should give me such a responsibility Lord what shall I do then God comes around and he says what do you really want 
And Solomon said, Give me wisdom. Give me knowledge. That the work that you have given to me, I'll be able to do it. Brethren, do you remember God Almighty spoke? He said, you have not asked for the head of your enemies. You have not asked for money. You have not asked for anything. But this assignment that I gave you, that you are so concerned to doing it well, what you haven't asked, I will give it to you. Praise the Lord. This is the wisdom of God. And so those of us who mistakenly even spoke within your heart and said, Ah, we thought Reverend Dennis was coming with the prophetic word of things going to do this. I want to assure you tonight, seek first the kingdom of God. What is on the mind of God is that somebody will be saved. And when that person gets saved, because you are not ashamed of the gospel, you will live in good health. Your need will be supplied. God will see to it that you will not be worried. May this understanding come to us in the name of Jesus. I know that somebody would have wanted a revelation that would address his need. But God said, they are in my word. I want us to believe God. And I want us to become obedient to him. When we take this matter and we begin to make sure that we project it to every man, brother, you need to be saved. Sister, I cannot keep my mouth shut. What actually you need is that you need to be born again. If we become bold in this matter, what you thought you have lost, you will have a surprise. Do you remember also, Peter? These brethren have followed Jesus and they have left it all. And they were concerned. When Jesus said something that hit their hearts, and then they say, Who then will be saved? Who then? He said, with God all things are possible. But may I also tell you that if there is anybody who has lost anything at all because he came to follow me, in this life he shall have it and shall have it and shall have it. Praise the Lord. So I don't want to stop even for a second to think about my need. It will be an insult to God. Because God knows what you need more than you think you know. Your duty, as he has revealed, is, is don't be ashamed. Never be ashamed. Let the gospel burn in your heart. Have compassion for those who have not heard it. Draw them and pull them in. Let them come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. Tell them that it is the only way by which a man can be saved. Let them know that they have no option. 
And as you do that, things that you have not asked shall be given to you. Sometimes, brethren, it is because one is careful. But if I were to stand here to tell you about testimonies, then you will now know that no, it is good to believe God and be obedient to His word. Praise the Lord. And so tonight, the solution even to your personal life is the sharing of the gospel or the preaching of the gospel. Hallelujah. And that's why by the inspiration of God, Romans is recording. How would people believe at all? How would they believe? You see, if you will sit down on this matter, you will see that it is a very big responsibility that God has given to us and wants us to deliberately, I said deliberately, work on that responsibility without... You see, we don't, we don't have to come to the point of maybe, or okay, I will try, let it be part of you to the extent that you will always speak and share the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is the answer to the world. Hallelujah. Never should it be an option. It is the main thing. It is the main thing that God says we should not be ashamed of. So I want to beg you. You have the Holy Ghost. He would help you to design how you are going to get this matter across. If sometimes it had to come to the point where you have to do good to somebody just to be able to, oh, why this then that you say, ah, sit down. I have a reason. The reason is that I want you to know that you are not safe without Jesus. Praise the Lord. The reason I did this to you so that when you will come to yourself and you will ask me why. You see, let's move into the level where everything that we do will cause people to say, why are you like this? And then you would have a reason to tell them that you need to know Jesus Christ. Why did you do this for me? Why have you done this? If we can come to that understanding and accept that I am doing it because I want the heart of this individual to open so that I can preach the word. You know, when the man Cornelius knew there was a God, knew that God needed to be worshipped, knew that God is a righteous God, therefore I must... I must, I must try to be righteous so that I can win his favor. That was the mind of Cornelius. And as Cornelius sat in his house and religiously, committedly, doing, showing arms to people and worshiping early in the morning with everybody, let's have my people, my people, let's have, let's have morning devotion. In the midst of all of that, good things that he was doing, he was not saved. And God said, 
The way of life is in the gospel. And as Peter was somewhere else, waiting to be fed, as the girl was cooking, he came from somewhere, was very hungry, and said, is the food ready? He said, oh, Papa, a few more minutes, give me. The man jumps up to the upper room, and he says, I will not waste the time. Let me begin to pray. As soon as he began to pray, the Spirit of the Lord fell on him, and he fell on a trance. And God had to tell him that, I have to tell you, I have an assignment for you, but as a Jewish man and as a religious man, you will resist what I have to tell you. So you see this trance. And so he saw this sheet, he saw this sheet with every reptile in it, and he says, I'm, I don't eat kotre, I don't eat uh, mampam, I don't eat this. How oh, will you show me all this? And then God comes out and says, what God has sanctified, let no man call common. Gradually, 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 God brings the man's attention. And the man, when, we, he, when the thing has been lifted up and in the state of, what is God trying to sell me? Thank God that he knew that God was showing him something. This year, I pray that when God begins to show you something, may you have the patience to have the understanding in the name of Jesus. You know, sometimes we rush so much that we lose a lot. And as the man was waiting patiently to know, what is this, Lord? He knew something of God had fallen. What does this mean? And immediately, the Bible says, men knocked at his door. And then before he could get up to open the door to find out what is it, the Spirit of the Lord speaks clearly. Doubting nothing. Don't doubt anything. I have sent them. And now he comes. They tell the story how his, mas- his master uh, have seen a vision and that his address was given to them that they should come and invite him so that he would tell. As he was still going, he wasn't too sure what was going on. All of this thing. Hey, Lord, what is it? I'm going to Gentiles. I'm not sure. Lord, what are you trying to say? And as he lands there, the Spirit of the Lord. As he listened to the introduction, the reason for which Cornelius sent for him, then immediately he said, of the truth. God is no respecter of persons. And that in everywhere and in every nation, whosoever will call upon him. Brethren, I want us to know that as we are ready with the gospel to share, we will have unique experiences in the name of Jesus. I will tell you something. Whenever a man is committed to sharing the gospel, he would have unusual visitations. Sometimes the Spirit of the Lord will tell you, I want you to go and visit this person. You will go there and somebody that God wants to be saved will be sent also and you will meet and they begin to talk and immediately you will hear something like this. This is the reason why I brought you here. Speak to this person. You will, we will have fantastic experiences when we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Praise the Lord. At the hospital, 
Any opportunity, when you are climbing up, when you go to the bank, he smiles at you, and you, bang, you also smile, immediately your heart should jump. This man, oh, do you know me somewhere? He said, yeah, you look familiar. Oh, thank you. You too, you look familiar. We thank God. By the way, can I share something small with you? The person's heart will open. The solution to this life, oh my God, is based on the sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let none of us be ashamed. So, see, verse number 12. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. I love it. Do you know that we have entered a dispensation that the richness of God to every mankind is the same? Praise the Lord. Every one of us can have the same grace to experience God. The Jewish years ago were the selected people of God. But now we have entered, because of Jesus Christ, we have entered into a dispensation that God can be rich towards every man. Hallelujah. And especially when we preach the gospel, somebody you preach to today, I want to tell you that that person can become somebody in the hands of God tomorrow, still with the same power of the gospel. Hallelujah. And so that's why the Bible says that there is no distinction between the Jews and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call on Him. If we shall call upon the name of the Lord, if we will present somebody to, uh, with the gospel of Jesus Christ, that individual would experience the riches of God. You see, I said on last Sunday night, I've seen few things. When you have just preached to somebody, the power of God is so unique that it can reveal the righteousness of God. And then when you are not there, the person sometimes wants to do something, yet he won't do it because... The, the gospel of Jesus Christ has power, and the power is restraining him from doing things ought not to be done. Praise the Lord. And so brethren, it is a very good dispensation. We cannot take it for granted. Please, your neighborhood, I don't know how God is going to lead you, but I'm already seeing signs so beautiful. Some love that some brethren are just showing is affecting many people and they are now beginning to ask about why are you like this? We all go to church. But something else is making them know. Oh, may we not shut the gospel in at all in the name of Jesus. Verse 13. Verse number 13. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever. How would they call if they don't know? 
How will they call if they haven't been told? How will they be confident? You see, continue in the verse number 14. I love it. He says, they shall, and then he says, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How, 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 and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How would you believe somebody you haven't heard about? How would it, how will it happen? But when somebody is not ashamed and tells it, because it has power, it will immediately touch the person. I saw in the scriptures, especially in the book of Acts, I saw these things. It was so wonderful. Some people who never heard anything about Jesus. Apostle Paul sometimes would just preach and for the, for the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes, when they are angry, thinking that this thing that this man is preaching, many people want to hear and they want to charge on them. When they are doing all of that, people who have never heard anything like that, one time in the scripture, as I was reading, I saw people who had never, never, never heard anything about Jesus Christ, but they heard that a man died and resurrected. And so as Paul was presenting the matter, and there was a commotion because the people felt that, listen, these people are giving attention to this man standing there and talking. And they wanted to create commotion. They went to the marketplace and brought people to come and cause confusion and all of that. The Bible says that some people amongst them said, we heard something, we want to hear it more. And they followed Paul and his brethren and they heard it more and they believed. Hallelujah! I mean, I am just convinced. I am just settled. I know that if we would do what God says we should do, brethren, we will see the power of God at work. Hallelujah. And so, tonight I just want us to know this. Because when they hear, actually, the power lies in the gospel. And as the gospel translates or moves from our mouth to the individual, the sound of the power catches their hearts and it breaks their hearts and it gives them the option. What choice do you want to make? The gospel of Jesus Christ is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. The righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel. Oh, how I wish that people would have these kinds of experiences. You know, sometimes on the job, when you have people who are very dedicated and are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, sometimes their presence alone will not make certain people, uh, it will, their presence will not make certain people happy. Because the righteousness in them and the way they communicate it is already affecting people. That's why sometimes they will do everything to bundle you out. If this man is in this office, we cannot do this. 
If this woman is in this office, we cannot do this. But we can now extend it boldly by telling them the reason for who, for the reason for which we are what we are. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. And so tonight, the solution, the answer to the world is the preaching of the gospel. That is why God says we should not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God. How can they hear except somebody? So you see, if somebody never heard the preaching of the gospel, he will not be saved. His faith will not be connected to salvation through Christ. It cannot be. Somebody like you and I are the custodians of it who need to project it. So I plead with you. Never keep your mouth shut. You heard it on Sunday. I think in some 40 or so. Let's not shut the scripture. That which we have received. Let's, you know, we must do everything to communicate this truth. Hallelujah. Verse number 14. Verse 15, brother. Well, just a minute. Let's go back to 14. Let me just have a look at it. Thank you. How shall they hear without a preacher? Can you imagine? So beautiful. How can they hear without a preacher? Preachers are important. Hallelujah. And every one of us can become a preacher. Praise the Lord. And actually every one of us is a preacher. Nobody would ever hear. You know, it's not only the preserve of many who have the opportunity. Here, honestly, I will tell you, the privilege is, you, you, we are supposed to, you remember when we studied about the falsehood and all the prophetic, true prophecy and all of that. Well, there was a portion we landed on Ephesians chapter, chapter, chapter 4. Yeah, there's a portion there that we landed that God was very, very clear to us. The reason why he has mounted us up is to equip. Hallelujah. Equip all his children. Two main things that I have never seen over the years, but I have read the scripture. First of all, to teach people so that they will not be deceived. And you remember I said several times that many of us have underestimated how we are being deceived by many people we believe in. And the other thing is to equip. So we build things up here and then we also make them become aware that they will not be deceived. Hallelujah. Very, very important. And so how shall they hear without a preacher? And that, 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 that scripture in Ephesians have given me such a revelation. It has, it has, how do I say it? It has affected my spirit so much that by the grace of God, when I meet people and they have a different spirit, I just know I used to have that grace, but it has doubled it up. When they begin to speak, I know where they are speaking from. 
You'll be amazed the number of people around us. But that's not what we are talking around tonight. We are talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. That you don't need to be ashamed to speak it. Praise the Lord. Let me quickly share something with us. You know, on that night, the first night into on the first, I was I was quite surprised that it is exactly ten years, exactly ten years that God gave us a similar word. Exactly ten years. I wouldn't take it for granted at all. 2003, it was like this. Don't be ashamed of the testimony of uh, 13. Don't be ashamed of the testimony of Christ. Was the message God gave us. And I was shocked that after 10 solid years, God comes back and he's speaking. Oh, I am very convinced. Something must happen to this church because we are on the agenda of God. Praise the Lord. Exactly 10 years, God comes up with another same scripture. So shall we turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1 and we will read 8 quickly and then we will pray. In the next 5 minutes I believe I will be done. The Bible says, therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings of the gospel according to the power of God. Wow. Share with me The sufferings of the gospel according to the power of God. And that word says, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Exactly 10 years. Was 31st. Continue please. Who has saved us? Oh, when you have time, go and meditate on this. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling? Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose. This is the purpose of God that will be a testimony for his name. Praise the Lord. And the grace which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Are you continuing for me please? But has now... Been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ. Who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. You meditate on this. You see, he has abolished, he has abolished death and brought life. It is already done. Ours is to not to be ashamed to share the gospel. Praise the Lord. Abolish death and brought life and immortality to light. How did it come? Through the gospel. 11. To which 
I was appointed a preacher. Every one of us have been appointed a preacher. Praise the Lord. And an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. And finally the twelve. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. When you preach the gospel and you are rejected and you suffer these things, blessed are you to be having such experiences. Amen. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know in whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Amen. I bless the Lord for this. Brethren, let's get excited. Let's get into the business of sharing the gospel. Let's just allow God to use us this year. The solution, let me tell you, somebody may be having a terrible time in his family at home. And you know, these days, all kinds of doctrines, sometimes it's as if, you know, put the gospel aside and do something. The simple preaching of the gospel is the power of God to go and disarm every evil influences over the lives of people. Praise the Lord. Sometimes it's as if there's supposed to be a special deliverance session for somebody. It's the gospel. Husbands that are not saved and are misbehaving, it's the gospel they need. Wives that are not saved and misbehaving, it's the gospel they need. Children that are becoming wayward, it's the gospel they need. Everyone. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Let's present it. It is God who will open their hearts and when they come to accept what has been spoken, they will be saved, they will be delivered. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. You are making us and keep explaining to us. Telling us. Our world, the solution is in this. Last Sunday night we had it. That's why the enemy was just doing everything to restrict people from speaking. But you have already warned and encouraged us at the same time. That we shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel. Tonight we pray, the Lord, you will stir our hearts up unto this truth. You will energize us. You will renew our vision. You will cause us to know that the first thing that should be on our lips towards every man is the gospel of Christ. We are praying to you, Holy Father, and pleading by mercy that you will strengthen us with might in the inner man by your Spirit. Oh, that our minds will be renewed, very solid. The first thing that would occur to us when we have the opportunity of meeting any man is not to be ashamed, but to present Jesus unto them. 
Tonight we thank you again for the emphasis that you have brought to us. Let it be established. Let each one of us grow in this truth. In this faithful saying that of the truth Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Help us Father so that we will never relent but will share the gospel of Jesus Christ every time. Thank you for those who have heard your word. Lord, may we be gingered up to do this continually. Oh, thank you for understanding heart and mercy. In the precious name of Jesus have we prayed. Amen.